0: But life is about getting really good at the fundamentals and not getting, as Alan would say, bored with the basics. Mm-hmm. And and this is something that is, that is so true. And so everybody at the highest levels has their own coach for various different things. Okay. And so if you're trying to get to the next level, well, go find somebody who's done what you're trying to do so that you can shorten the time that it's going to take you to get there and if you do that not only is it going to shorten the time but more likely than not you're going to create a better product than you initially would have had you gone at it all by yourself
1: welcome to the be it till you see it podcast where we talk about taking messy action knowing that perfect is boring i'm leslie logan plies instructor and fitness business coach i've trained thousands of people around the world and the number one thing i see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt my friends Action brings clarity and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Hey, be it, babe. I love how fucking small the world is. I really just absolutely do. Today's guest is not only a referral from one of your favorite guests we've ever had. Uh, he's also a friend of one of your favorite guests we've ever had. So, um, today's guest is Jake Kelfer and, you know, I have had so many of you reach out with amazing ideas on things that you want to do on this planet. And I wanted to bring on a guest who could actually help you get known for that. Because the reality is, it's like. You, what you're here to do is how is going to help people and first of all remember that because you are going to want to hear how Jake is going to take how you want to help people and what you are like being called to do and really fire you up to do it in a big massive way so first of all Jake and I both talk at a speed of 2.0 so if you are uh <laughs> if you're someone like me who listens podcasts on 1.5 you may you may want to drop it down to a regular 1.0 on this one if that is too fast for you y'all. Just hit replay and enjoy this episode multiple times because I am going to listen to this again just so I can write down all the amazing things Jake said. Whether you have an idea of what you're supposed to do on this planet or not, there are so many things that you're going to run to write down and put on your mirror. Yes, I said it on your mirror, like with a, a little dry erase marker, not a Sharpie. Dry erase marker, you can write it down because I, 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 it took everything in me not to stop him 17 times ago. Can you say that again? Just say that again. Listen, I want to be like Oprah. It's a tweet, tweet. That's a tweet, tweet. If you listen to Oprah from 10 years ago, that's what she said. Anyways, my loves, here is Jake Kelfer. up to 56% off if you buy the day pass. So go to opc.me events to see the full schedule and lineup of events. If you only have access to a map, we've got plenty of stuff for you. We've got reformer, we've got some happy hip reformer with you. We've got so many amazing things. You can go to opc.me slash events to see the whole schedule, all 14 teachers, and all the goodness that's gonna happen at Camp Zoom. And I'm your camp director. Woo! All right, be it babe. I am thoroughly excited to have today's guest with us today. Um he is actually a recommendation from a previous guest we've had. And then we just found out that he actually is really great friends with us. We've already had. So um, we have Jake Kelfer here. Did I just say your name correctly? I hope so. Great. That's wonderful. Um, and y'all, he is an incredible, well, first of all, best-selling author four times over. He has helped more than 70 people end up in the NBA. And he's actually going to talk to you a lot about books and writing books. But we're going to first get to know Jake. Um, Jake, can you tell everyone who you are, what you rock at, how you got here?
0: You bet I can. Absolutely. And I'm excited to be here. Thanks. Thanks for interviewing me. Thanks for having me. And uh, let's get this party started. So I'll take you back a little bit i started my career working for the los angeles lakers i'm from los angeles i love the lakers my parents have a room in their house called the lakers room it's painted purple and gold i mean we're diehard fans so to start my career off with the los angeles lakers was amazing but was what was even more amazing was it was kobe bryant's final nba season so his final season my first season and while i was with the team i got to see the impact kobe had on the world i got to see people spend a lot of money to travel the world, to come see and play for the final time. And I thought to myself, how can I make this impact and why in my mind, do I think I need to have reached a certain level of success or a certain amount of money in my bank account before I can grant myself the permission to make that impact. And I realized I had it all backwards. And so I thought to myself one day after a Laker game, I said, what do I know and how can I help people? Six months later, Kobe retires, I retire, and I launched my very first book called Elevate Beyond to the World. That book goes on to become a bestseller, and someone then tells me, hey, you know you can speak on your book and get paid money to talk? I said, Are you, you're joking, right? Like, I, I didn't know that this was a career. I thought speakers were just people who had, quote unquote, made it, and they just gave their time for fun, and they they just, was cool, you know? And I was like, okay, I'm a speaker, let's go. <laughs> so I fired up. I start speaking career. My book starts getting picked up in colleges as as required reading. And I'm like, I'm onto something here. This is special. But I also still wanted to work in basketball. And so over the next few years, I continued to build the speaking business. I continued to write a couple more books. And I started really helping NBA players sign their first contract. So I would help guys who wanted to make the, the NBA. I would help them get noticed, get exposure, and get signed. And I was like, you know what? If I can help NBA players do this, I sure as shit can help entrepreneurs, coaches, and great people do this with their book dream. And so fast forward to, uh, recent years and I have four books written and now I primarily help entrepreneurs, coaches, experts, thought leaders, write and launch nonfiction books to grow their business and make an impact.
1: This is okay. So first of all, this is amazing. Um, if you are not someone who's a basketball fan, I just want you to know everything he said is very impressive. And also like your parents probably thought like you made it because if they're Laker fans and you made like your first years with the Lakers, like that's such a big deal. I've been mean, doing a little sidetrack. Brad and I were in, um, uh, in China having, having lunch. And for my husband, if you haven't seen him recently, years ago, he looked, he and Brad Pitt looked very similar and his name is Brad. So when we go to Asia and he says, his name is Brad, they're like, Brad Pitt. And I'm like, yes, we'll take his room. We'll take that room. So, so we, the guy thinks this, this waiter at this restaurant thinks that he's Brad Pitt. And I say, he's like, oh, he's like, where are you from? I said LA, which of course can like convinces him even more. That's Brad Pitt. That's who we're with. And, um, he's like Lakers. I said, yes, I, have we, we've, we've been front row. And he's like, like, <laughs> Kobe Bryant like so when you if you are not a basketball person people all around the world know who Kobe Bryant is he has made an impact what I love that you ta- ask yourself is like what if I start now like why am I waiting to be deemed this and then I also want to go back to like it's not that 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 didn't keep going because you kind of like had to someone had to tell you could also be a speaker like it's so I I say that not to like discount what you did but also to like show people it's not like we're looking out on people and they just know what is next. Like we're, you don't have to wait to be deemed anything and you also don't have to wait to figure it out. You can kind of just keep going. So how did you, first of all, like get a pen to paper on the first book? Because I think that's where everyone gets stuck. They get writer's block and they don't know what to even write about.
0: Well, I'll be honest. I had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I love it even more. <laughs> I mean, I'm 22 years old. I'm an assistant for the Lakers. I have an idea to write a book. I was fortunate enough to have one mentor of mine a friend who i grew up with his dad had written a book and so he had kind of shared a few things but i had to figure it out on my own and i wish i would have had the resources that now we provide to people when i was doing this but at the end of the day i realized something because i didn't like writing i didn't go to college to study writing i didn't consider myself a great writer but what i realized something very early on was that if the desire to create an impact is greater than the dislike for writing you can and you will create a very good book Mm. because a book being written is not about you it's about the person you aim to serve and if you can understand that no matter who you are what you've been through what skills you have what knowledge you possess you can turn what you have into a great book that will change people's lives and so for me i just put my head down i figured it out it wasn't the best thing i've ever written it's not going to be the best thing i've ever done but it was something that could help somebody else get the result they wanted to at that moment in time.
1: Okay, so this is incredible. Um, I think a lot of people get stuck on like their purpose and their why, and the way you phrased it was a little bit different. It's all the same thing. It's like trying to figure out like how to make the desire to help people, which would be like someone would call that a wire a purpose to be greater than the the actual pain of writing the book, which having written one, it is like birthing a child. And I haven't done that. So I don't actually know, but it felt like that. And it felt like over every fucking Sunday, I'm like, okay, here I am trying. Like I tried everything. I was like, I'm going to go to a coffee shop and I'm only going to, I have to write as long as my meter. Cause I lived in all of the t- at the time too, as long as my meter is going and I'm not allowed to leave until the meters expired. <laughs> I tried all the things, but you're right. If you can picture the purpose, the person who it's supposed to help and you can think about them and it's kind of like, well, then you have a moral obligation to get that book out there because if you don't, then you can't help this person.
0: Yeah. And look, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Writing a book is not the easiest thing you could do. Okay. It's going to take time and it's going to, to take work, but, but here's the other truth. You could see it as this massive, massive undertaking that only the elite people can do, or you can see it as something that you can have fun with and you can do it in an hour a day and you get to decide, okay? Just like everything we've talked about so far is you ultimately have the choice of how you're going to see things, how you're going to do things, and what is most important to get your time and your attention. And so for me, when I wrote book two, I was traveling the entire country, speaking and running events for for, for the basketball combine. I didn't have time, but I figured out a way to write my book. My fourth book, I didn't have time. I'm running a big business over here. So I gave myself clear, clear time frame, deadlines. I broke it down to actionable items. And I finished my rough draft in 17 days. And I launched it in 87 days. And we sold thousands of copies and got the book in hundreds of people's hands right away. The point of all of this comes to one simple truth. Do you believe that you can help somebody? And is the way you can help them at this moment in time, a book? If the answer is yes, you can create a commitment that will help you get this thing done faster than you ever thought possible.
1: Okay. I love all this. And like, my mind is going like crazy. Um, If someone would to say, I don't know, like, I don't know if it should be a book. What are some signs that like, why a book over like, you know, just standing on the street corner and and giving a speech or or not that that's effective, ever not saying do that, but like why a book over other modalities?
0: I don't always speak in absolutes, especially when it comes to to marketing. Cause I think there's a lot of uh,
1: hoopla out there,
0: <laughs> but, but but here here's an absolute that, that I've come to believe. And this is what's worked for my own experience. A book is single handedly the most versatile marketing tool you could have in your business and let me explain this okay i'm going to rapid fire here real quick so everybody, you might need to repeat this I already talked fast and we're going faster. A book is a paid product literally you do it once you can get returns on it forever number two, it is a lead magnet you can put lead magnets in there, you can use it, you can give your book away for free. Your book is a client onboarding tool. It's a way to create customer experience. The best customer is the one you already have. You start with a good experience. They get better results. They refer you and they upsell into your programs. It is a client acquisition tool. Okay. If Jimmy and Johnny are, are, you're looking at them to hire and Jimmy's got a book and Johnny doesn't, who's more credible? The person with the book. Okay. It is a networking tool. Let's say you want to get on podcasts. Well, how do you get past the gatekeeper? You ask to give somebody a copy of your book. They now give you the address of the person you wanted to get in touch with. And now you have a direct line. And guess what? Everybody opens the package from Amazon. Everybody opens the physical gift. Not to mention, okay, now let's get tactical even more so. Not to mention your book is the outline to your keynote and workshop. Your book is the foundation for your coaching program. Your book is what becomes multiple online courses. Your book will become months of months and months worth of social content. So now bolder claim than what I just made is not only is your book the most versatile marketing asset you could have, your book will actually gain your time back over time, ultimately making you have a book in hand and more time on your hands down the
1: road i'm nodding if you're watching this on youtube i'm like nodding the whole time because yes to all these things i did not know that when i wrote a book i wrote a book thinking i was interviewing too many police instructors who were not fully trained and i couldn't hire them and i was like so frustrated because here they are in an interview needing a job they want to make money but I can't hire them because they weren't trained. And whoever sold them a training program did not tell them you could not work at a full studio because you weren't trained in these things. And so they needed to go get more training, but they need a job to have the money to do that training. And I'm sitting going, someone lied to you. I need to solve this problem. And so I was trying to solve my problem, which would hopefully solve their problem. And what ended up happening, I had no idea was that it would become this way to get past gatekeepers. I got picked to speak in workshops and big conferences and flown places because of this book. And I'd only been teaching for two years. I was a brand new, like when you a brand new, like nobody instructor, but I had this book. And now we, um, this is the 10th year, but last year we actually did an edit on it um, because now there's all these fun things you can do. So we were able to put QR codes into each chapter. So if you uh, actually get the physical copy, you can scan for more, it's like a choose your own adventure book now, because now if you want more information on chapter two, there's seven blogs we can send you to. There's this free thing, there's a course you can buy. So now this, now our book has become this thing that leads them into more products and to more things. And so it's, you are 100% correct. And I had no idea back then that that's what I was creating. Um, but if it, it, it also less selfishly has impacted so many people because it has helped so many people go, Oh, I should be doing, I need to do that. And so I really do. I really do love the option of a book. And I, I love that you brought all those things up. And if any of those words make sense, you guys, then you can just ask us, <laughs> Brad and I will, Brad and I will answer on a, on a recap, but, um, when someone is trying to decide like should i write a book how do i know anyone's going to read this like i'm sure you've helped you've helped so many people how do you get past that thought of like well who's going to read my book you know that imposter syndrome like i've got this idea i know it's going to help these people but what like what if no one reads it
0: i i i had that feeling too i mean i'm no different than anybody who's picked up a pen or in this case a keyboard right And, and here's here's the truth of it is that you may have a massive following listening to this and you may have. Minimal following or just beginning. The, the truth of the matter is when you have a book and you put yourself out there and you you be vulnerable and you share your authentic truth, great and unexpected things will happen. I got invited to do a 10-day speaking tour in China because I wrote a book. I got invited to speak in at a indoor water park in Wisconsin because I had a book. Who's going to read it? You don't necessarily need to know that right off the bat. What you do need to know is that, is this book going to help somebody? And if it is, the right people will find you. And more importantly is you'll be able to find the right people because you have the book. Now, this is a little bit of of a deeper analysis here. And and the truth is like, I don't really care how many people buy my book. That's the truth. You know why? Because I'm not worried about a $7 royalty. I'm focused on getting a $7,000 client, a 70K deal because of the trust, the credibility, and the authority that comes from being perceived as the expert that has a book. I'm more concerned about, can I give my book away and get featured on somebody's podcast? Can I give my book away and help change somebody's life? And that's it. So who's going to read your book? Well, it depends, but there are people, and this is another important point. There are people out there That have read every other book by the every guru that you are comparing your future book to and guess what it hasn't resonated yet they haven't been ready to receive the information at the time they need to receive it and so somebody out there is waiting for your book in your voice with your message and it will finally click for them and so by saying who am i to write this that's selfish that's selfish right it is your responsibility to share that message if you believe it can help somebody. And and to sum it all up, right? To sum it all up, if you don't write the book you are being called to write, you might be depriving somebody of the book that they will recommend as their favorite book of all time.
1: Mm. Oh my gosh, y'all hit rewind. Just You just go to your, whatever you listen to, there's always a button and you just hit it back at least two times. Cause that was really incredible. I agree. I think when any, whether you're, it's a book or a speech or a course or a class you want to create or just anything you're doing this for other people. If you are holding it back, you are keeping, you're being very selfish because I always say like, you are the only person who can do what you do the way that you do it. You're it. Like there, there are a million podcasts out there by women, (laughs) but no one can be me and no one can do it the way I do it. And for a lot of people, it will be the best way that they're going to hear it. Right. And so it's, it's true. Like we, when we get in our in our own way, we're actually taking away uh, a gift from other people. And so I love that you said that. I'm wondering. So we've got ever. Let's just say everyone listening's like nodding. They're on board. They're okay. They're ready to write this. Um, how do you? And you obviously have a crew who does this. But how do you, how do you help people who like maybe they've not written since like college or high school? Like how do people how do people like get in the habit of writing again? What did you do? <laughs>
0: So, so there's multiple questions in here. Would you like me to explain how do you get into the habit of writing? Or would you like me to explain how do we, if we haven't written in five years or a decade, how do we actually start writing again?
1: I like the second one.
0: Okay. So, so first things first, all right, let's get this out of the way here. The world of books today is not the same as the world of books, 10, 20, 50 years ago. And here's what I mean by that no longer do you have to have this professional prose and everything perfect and it written in a certain way and people are like "Ooh, no that's not professional right society accepts people now for who they truly are especially in the world of personal branding especially in the world where you are the product you are the coach you are the service you are the, the business owner and so understanding that is A book is really supposed to be now a way of you communicating through the written word to the person on the other side. So instead of thinking, oh, I have to be a good writer, I have to write it a certain way. it's no You have to communicate in your voice the message you are trying to articulate using the written word. Mm. And if you can reframe that, you put yourself at a higher level of completion opportunity. But to take it one step further is we live in 2023. You can speak your book, you can transcribe it, you can write it. And then to to go even another step deeper is that's why you get an editor. That's why you work with someone like us. Like we're not going to look most people's writing as their own is fine, but then you're going to work with someone who's a professional editor who does this for a living and they're going to take your manuscript, take your book and polish it up to help you become a professional writer. And that's the biggest thing is like, I'm still not the best writer, but I have the right team around me who makes my writing much better.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's the truth for everything. Like y'all, whether you want to be a speaker or a teacher or anything, like you have to have a team around you. You know, I get the question, like, how do you do everything that you do? And I'm like, I don't, that's how I do all that. You think I'm editing this podcast? No, thanks, Kevin. Um, <laughs> you know, like no, it's like there. You you get people around you, and there. That's why there are writers writers, and there's why they're editors. And like one of the most recent books I listened to, the the author on the Audible version thanked her editor for like helping her dig deeper and write a better book because you know, that the editor was like, I love this. I want more here. I want this here. You know, like it's so important to not get stuck on like, how am I going to be the person to write this? It's like, no, you get someone around you to do it. And with my first book, with my first edition of my book, I did not, I had like somebody who could like lightly edit it. Um, and then, uh, of course, I had somebody go on Amazon. This book has a lot of grammatical errors. And I said, well, it's a good thing I'm not teaching English in this book and I'm teaching you how to be a polite instructor. Like I had, of course it stung. Of course that review was like, oh my God, the most hurtful. And then I was like, wait a minute, this is not an English book. This is, I'm not teaching her that. <laughs> and so so I had to get out of my own way. But when we, when we redid the new edition, we hired an actual editor to do the actual grammar. And now I can trust- that all the commas are on the right fucking places, and that's great.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, it, it's it's so true. It, it's so true.
1: So okay, you are like basically like a book mama, like you are, are papa, really is what I should say. So, uh, what made you decide that you wanted? I mean, you talked about a little bit at the beginning when you're saying how you got here, but like, what made you go? You know what I've written for. I want to do this. Like, did you did you know you could help other people? Were there any reservations there? Did you like give yourself the same pep talk around helping other people's books? That same you gave yourself. How did you get to this next spot?
0: It's it's a really great question. So I I was the minute I released my first book, people started asking for help. And I kept saying, sure. I'll just help you. It was just like a side thing because it was not a priority for me to help people or create a business around that. It was just, oh, you're launching a book here. Do this, this, and this. It'll work. And it worked. And they just kept getting results and results and results. And it wasn't until I had a coach who was like, hey, you've now written three books. People are asking you about this over and over and over again. I want you to guest coach on this, not what you're currently doing. Would you do that? And I had some resistance at first, put together a presentation and did that. And I realized that's the evolution of the business. We're going to go super niche, super concrete, get people very specific results and rock and roll. And so in 2022, we made it the official at the very beginning of the year. I said, we're not doing anything other than this in the business. We shut down all the other revenue streams. And we said, this is the only angle we're going. We're all in here. And since then, we've helped dozens of authors get to the finish line
1: that's insane that's crazy yeah. that's a big like that's bold <laughs> yeah no. i'm just going all in on this
0: well well here's the, here's the thing that i've i've been doing is look i've been very successful up to this point but i had always had my attention in multiple areas and and i and i knew that if i wanted to break through the current ceiling that i was at and turn that into my floor i knew i had to do something a little bit different and the biggest thing that that it was, was Let's stop trying to put our attention to multiple things and let's just, let's just go all in on one thing. If we've been this successful across the board already, imagine what would happen if we put three years of singular focused attention. Imagine how much further we could go. And, and that's just what I said. I said, let's give it a shot and see what happens. And then we had a record year. And now we're, it's like, okay, we clearly are good at what we're doing. It's working. Why not get even better at it? And so our whole motto right now is get 1% better every single day. Yeah. You don't need to do more. You just need to do better. <laughs> and that's yeah. what we
1: do. That's, uh, that's, I don't need more. You just have to do better. I love that so much. Um, I also love that you brought up, you're sort of, after you wrote your first, first book, you started getting questions. You started helping people. And I think where people get stuck, like if you're listening to this, you're like, oh my gosh, I love this, Jake. I love this, Leslie. Like, But I don't know what I'd write about. It's like, what are you getting asked a question about all the time? Like, that's what people think you're an expert in. <laughs> that's what people want to know your perspective on. It's like, what, what it, it that's why this podcast exists, is because people kept asking me, like, how are you so confident? How do you do all these things? And I'm like, am I that confident? Like, what? I'm just like flying by the seat of my pants, y'all. Um, so, so here's the here's how that looks. But you, you, you kept hearing that question and you got curious about it. And then you heard, you actually were able to hear when someone said, Hey, well, this is why we always need someone who's a little bit further ahead of us to look at and go, I, just so you know, like, what you're doing is really unique and not other one. there's no one out there doing it.
0: And, and it just goes to show you like, no matter what industry you're in, you, you, you can't do it alone, right? Mm-hmm. There's always people that have done what you're trying to do at a higher level than you're currently doing it at. And this is the same for sports. When you look at Kobe Bryant, what, what does he do better than anyone else? He does the fundamentals. And, our, and a mutual friend of ours, Allen Stein Jr. talks about this a lot, is the fundamentals. And it's something that I picked up from Kobe working from that, that season. He would go out there and he would take warm up seriously. He would shoot his fadeaway jump shot from the same spot. And everyone else would be doing dunks, throwing it all up, throwing layups up, just shooting random shots. But life is about getting really good at the fundamentals and not getting, as Alan would say, bored with the basics. Mm-hmm. And and this is something that is that is so true. And so everybody at the highest levels has their own coach for various different things. OK, and so if you're trying to get to the next level, well, go find somebody who's done what you're trying to do so that you can shorten the time that is going to take you to get there and if you do that not only is it going to shorten the time but more likely than not you're going to create a better product than you initially would have had you gone at it all by yourself yes and that's that's the biggest thing and i've realized that and so now instead of focusing on like how am i supposed to do all of this i say well who can help me do it faster who already has better results and that's kind of how i've started to evaluate decision making when it comes to what book to write who to help me with the book what to grow the business with, how to make sure that my time is prioritized correctly. Because to me, it's not just about working. It's not just about writing books. It's about living. And you got to win the game of life. And all of these come through the filter of knowing what makes the most sense.
1: Yeah. I mean, oh my gosh, that is genius stuff because it's true. You can like these days, can I Google how to write a book or how to publish a book? Yes, you could do that also 10 years ago. And there's a lot. There's a lot you could do, but also wouldn't it be better if you had someone in your corner who could go, actually, you could do it that way, but here's why I think you might want to do it this way. And here's what we could do instead. That would actually help you get these things that you're also wanting in your goals done. But it's just really nice to have someone in your corner. And I love that you brought up sports, you know, and, and Alan is, uh, don't get like, like getting with the basics all the time. It's a lot of people listen to this, our applies instructors and, and other kinds of teachers. And it's the same thing. Like we don't, we don't take our clients to the most advanced exercises right away. We're not here to entertain them. We're here to like really make sure they have the fundamentals so that they can do all that stuff without pain, without fear, without, without hurting themselves. And so it's, I love how everything just correlates in life. And I also love that you are like, how do I get there fast? Like who, who do I need to hire to do this? And that's such a great question because it might be a coach. It might be you. And this, if it's someone who's wanting to write a book, it might be it might be anybody. You just have to think like who actually has been where I'm going. So I'm, so you're not making wrong turns, everyone. You can also use a maps app to get somewhere, but you can also like maybe someone at local is like, actually, you don't want to go that way because like, that's like, there's construction there tomorrow. You want to go this way. <laughs> you know, it's nice to have someone on your side. So if, um, can you tell us a little bit more what you do? Because let's just say someone is like, oh my gosh, I want to write this book. Jake has really helped me. Where, like, what do you do with people? And how, how what does that look like?
0: Cool. And I want to answer that, but I, but I feel compelled to share this on the next layer of that. Okay. Okay. Do we, Are we have time for that? Is that okay? We have
1: so much. Go ahead.
0: Okay. So it's part of making decisions in your life. And what we're talking about is, is very, very important. But one of the biggest things you have to think about beyond what we're talking about is what type of life do you actually want to live? Right, because if we're only focused on thinking about decisions for business and and spending time doing the research, and we're trading time or money, that that's all great, and you can do whatever you want. But it comes down to your life enjoyment, because at the end of the day, you're not going to remember did I work this many hours, did I pay someone to do this. You're going to remember did I enjoy the life I lived, and and I want everyone to listen to what we call the life enjoyment matrix. Okay, I made this up because I was having severe stomach pain. Okay, and I and I I said I need to start figuring this figuring this out. And so I started to think about how am I making decisions that lead to a greater sense of fulfillment in my life? And I started to create this thing. And here's where it is if I ate dairy, okay, like a good pizza that was delicious, that was like a nine out of 10. Like that, that shit is good. Okay. But what would happen as a result of that is I would get an incredible stomach ache. I would miss two hours, I would feel nauseous. That's a a one. My average is a five on that decision. A nine and then a one averages out to be a five. Okay, that's an average life. Now here's the flip side of that. Let's say I eat a dairy-free pizza, a gluten-free pizza. Maybe that's a seven. It's not great, but it's, it's decent. But then on the flip side is now I can go out with my friends after that. I can go for a drink. I can have a wonderful night. I'm not in pain. And I can have a memory that was created. That's a 10. My average is an 8.5. Yeah. So whenever you are thinking about a decision, whether it be time or money, whether it be work or pleasure, I want you guys to think about the life enjoyment matrix and rate the two decisions, come up with your average and let the numbers take the emotion out of it and go for what is going to bring you the most joy. Okay. Now that I got that out of the way.
1: I just love that so much. Thank you for doing that because I think it's so easy to, especially for my overachievers, hello, I see you, uh, to go, okay, check the box, wrote the thing, do the thing, call this person, do this stuff. And it's like, I love, we have to enjoy the life a lot more. It can't just be about the next thing that we're trying to achieve here. So thank you. Okay. Now back to you.
0: Okay. And so you asked, what do I do? How do we operate? Right? So essentially we run a program now called Big Idea to Best Seller. And at the core of it is that we help entrepreneurs, coaches, thought leaders, experts, people with skills, people with a story to turn that into a nonfiction book so that they can grow a business and make an impact. And the way that we do that is from taking you from big idea, helping you create your idea, validate your idea, feel confident all the way through a bestselling launch. And we can coach you through the process or we can literally do it for you where we write the book we edit it for you we design it all you got to do is show up for a couple interviews and boom you have a book on your hand so that's kind of how we operate coaching consulting uh and done for you services
1: wow wow that's great i'm in (laughs) i don't even know what i'm writing but i already love it um okay this is so that's so cool so you had to get a whole team for this like did you already have a team in place or do you have to like go out and find all the people
0: No. So beginning of it, we had me and just my experience, which let me tell you, that's more than enough. You are more than enough to start the thing. Okay. Mm. I started it. We did it. Then what happened? Right. And I had a couple, I had an assistant. And so we kind of that, but then we built out a team and now we have over 30 plus contractors and referral partners around the globe that assist us throughout these different parts of the process. And it's freaking amazing because not only are we getting to help people write their book and bring their book to life, but we're now providing opportunities uh, for people to have employment for people to get deals. And, you know, like we sent someone 25 grand last year for multiple projects. That's a great
1: amount of money for someone who I had never met 12 months ago. Isn't that so fun? That is, um, I know we're going off topic, everyone, but not really like when you hire people, you are literally giving them an opportunity to do something with their strength and get paid for it. So, I mean, even if like for their life matrix equation, like their life is getting better. I really love, like it was so scary when we hired our our first person and then our second person. Now we have 25 people. And one of our team members, shout out to Jai. She has been with us for several years and she took a picture in this two story house that she built with her husband because she's been working with us. And I was like, Oh my gosh, well, first of all, we should move there because that's a nice house. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, holy fucking moly. Like, it is so cool that the work that she has to do that she's so good at for us and the people that we serve got to give her that gift. And so it's it's scary to do those things, but it's also like really badass to like uh, to give that as a gift around to people.
0: Yeah. And, and so everybody wins. But uh, yeah, we didn't start with all those people. I had, I had to find them, you know, so so I did what everyone else did. I used the people that had worked on my books and I said, all right, let's build it out. And now that's turned into, we host a monthly meetup that where it has like 40, 50 people in the book space who can come and collaborate and they have referral partners. And so it's, it's really amazing. But, but at the core of, at the core of it all is, is, is a simple truth, right? This is simple truth. What do you know? And how can you help? Mm. And that can be the foundation of your book. That can be the foundation of your business. That can be the foundation of your choices. And ultimately it can be the foundation of your life fulfillment.
1: Ah. Uh. There's so many little like little mic drop moments. I just am so excited for for us to like re-listen to this and, and get them all out to people to hear them. But y'all, Jake, you're fucking amazing. This is great. We're gonna take a brief break to find out how people can find you, follow you, work with you, write a book with you. All right, loves, it's super important to me that supplements I take are of the highest quality. And that's why for three years, I've been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands, AG1 is constantly searching for how to do things better. At each step of the process, AG1 goes above and beyond industry standards. I know I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances, while the industry standard typically only tests for 10 holy moly i know that like i'm a recovering overachiever over here but i'm super glad ag1 isn't okay so (laughs) taking care of my health shouldn't be complicated and ag1 simplifies this by replacing multiple health supplements like multivitamins digestive aids immune support and more in just one simple scoop it's literally just one scoop it's one scoop and one bottle of water it's amazing AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. Y'all know I've had gut stuff, so that's why I've been doing it for so long. Okay, Jake. Where do you like to hang out? Where can people stalk you, send you like love for all the things you've given them?
0: Absolutely. the The best place right now is on Instagram at Jake Kelfer. That's where I'm hanging out. And to spice things up a little bit, because I'm having a great time here. If you're enjoying this, okay, I'll give everybody who's listening this a free copy of my book, Big Idea to Bestseller. So all you have to do, go to Instagram, send me a message saying, "Hey, heard you on the pod." I'd love a free copy of your book. And I will literally send you a copy of my book, big idea to bestseller.
1: That is so fucking great. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jake. Before I let you go, you've given us pretty much all the best bold moments, but just to sum it up for the TLDR, for the people who skipped at the end of the book to like get the <laughs> cliff notes, what a uh, bold, executable, targeted, intrinsic action items can people take to be it till they see it?
0: All right, here we go. You ready? I'm ready. If you want to achieve greatness, you must enjoy the pursuit in the process. Okay. And here's how you're going to do that. It's called the ACE method. All right. And we like to make these things up. So people remember it. All right, ACE method. A is action. Take positive and intentional action in the direction of your dreams. C connection, build meaningful and intimate connection so that you can have the right people and the right support system to get you to where you want to go. And E enjoyment. You have to find a way to enjoy yourself if you want to achieve the life you are destined for. And if you combine all of those, you will create a winning life to fully be it.
1: Okay, this is great. This is an episode we're saving. Thank you so much, Jake. This is awesome. Y'all, how are you going to use this in your life? You want to tell us? You got to tag us, the Be It Pod. You got to tag Jake Kelfer. You got to DM him so you can get his book. And send this to a friend. Send this to a friend who you know should be writing a book so that they can hear why they need to do it And so we can all be it till we see it. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next time. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. The Until You See is a production of the Blue Podcast Network.
2: It's written, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll.
1: It is produced and edited by the Epic team at The Senna.
2: Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist, jean Franklin Lanchoffer.
1: Special thanks to Melissa Solomon for creating our visuals, and Samena Velasquez for our transcriptions.
2: Also, to Angelina Americum for adding all the content to our website. And finally, to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time.
0: Test, test. That was on me. My, my, my thing was muted. I apologize.
1: It's okay. I um, We are in a hotel room, and I'm like, normally not the person who does all this. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe I need to put up all of these. So it might have also been mine at the same time. <laughs>
2: nature's powerful secret energizer a rare species of fungi cordyceps is renowned for its invigorating properties and centuries old use in traditional medicine packed with essential nutrients this natural adaptogen boosts stamina and supports overall well-being and seriously it's actually super simple to make Leslie and I have taken it camping. Yeah. I'll use it in the afternoon.
1: We're taking it everywhere because I'm tired of conferences and different hotels having burnt coffee. It's a thousand
2: times better than the terrible coffee that you get on an airplane. And
1: the black coffee is like